Is it our time? Is it? My God. All glory, all honor, all praise to you. I'm unfamiliar, but I, I know. feel my heart lifted. Wow. That's so good. We lift up our hearts. I lift it up to the Lord. I lift up mine eyes to the Lord. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. I only know that one as a chant. The maker of heaven and earth. Mm. He said he would not suffer thy foot. Come on, Dion Warwick. Thy foot to be moved. Mm. The Lord that keepeth thee. Mm. He shall not slumber nor sleep. For the Lord is my keeper. Mm. The Lord is thy shade. Mm. Upon thy right hand. Ah, come upon on now. thy right hand. Mm. We don't need any more than that. This is not just, <laughs> what a stupid intro. No, I think that's going to be the thing to every show, is let me just sing some gospel tune. Perfect. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Thoughts and Prayers. I am Kevin Garcia. I am Daniel Clyatt Bass. And this is going to be a mess, probably. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, hey, welcome to the new podcast thing that I decided to start doing, um, mostly because most of my life is very serious and because I'm taking my other show, A Tiny Revolution, in kind of a different direction, mm -hmm. doing a little bit more thematic stuff, Come on. asking questions, well. having interviews, doing a little bit more produce-ing, um, trying to win, a, I wanna win a Streamy Award, eventually. Of course you do, you are such a beautiful dreamer. Oh my God. You have so many wonderful dreams. If there was a Grammy for podcasts, I would like to win that one day. I, I speak it into the atmosphere over your life, sis. Huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the welcome to Thoughts and Prayers, spelled T-H-O-T-S, because uh, if you all know anything about me, you know that I love discussing three things, and that's the spirit of the living God, self-care, and sex. Um, why not? Why not? Mm -mm. Because I don't think we have enough opportunities um, to thirst out loud. <laughs> um, uh, true fact, some of this was inspired by uh, Thirst Aid Kid, which is one of my favorite podcasts, and if you want to subscribe, you should go listen to them. They're on Slate. And just hearing two, you know, people, these are two black women thirsting out loud, I was just like, you know what? Where's the queer thirst? It sounds beautiful. I need to, for certain, invest in that podcast. Oh. And also, we are not unaware of where the queer thirst is. Mm. Lo, here it is. Lo so and behold. Record it for the people and send it Absolutely, because I think, really, it gives us an opportunity to um, get some of it off our own dang chest. And we also just want to be a blessing to somebody else. You know, whatever mm. we're going through, somebody yes. else probably is too. Absolutely, because if there is anything I've learned is that there's nothing new under the sun. So we can all just touch and agree. Mm. Holla. Maybe that should be the first segment, touch and agree. Touch and agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing this down. Yeah. Man, you're going to get co-producing credits on this. And we're back. This is Thoughts and Prayers, and we're going to move into uh, talking about dating in our 30s, and the question I have on my heart and on my mind mm -hmm. for my friend Daniel Clyatt Bass is things I need to keep in mind moving into my 30s. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, what have you learned? What have you known about dating? What has been true for you? Wow, wow, wow. So I, I can't really speak to very many universal truths, mm. um, as I am but one 35-year-old gent. Um, I can say that I was largely robbed of dating in my 20s 
uh, because of that diabolical matron, the church. What a rude bitch. Um, we wish her the best. <laughs> she did right by us sometimes. She did wrong by us sometimes. You know, um, it's, a, it's a conundrum, truly. Yeah. But um, that being said, in my 30s, the five years that I've had of them, um, they started with being in um, a relationship that had been a clandestine one. A very like shame fraught. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't, but we are. But we okay, mustn't. I'm so sorry. What does clandestine mean? Ooh, secret, secret, secret lovers. Yeah, that's what, what we were. We uh-huh. are um, clandestine, secret. My apologies. Clandestine. My mama would say clandestine means secret. My mama would say don't use a dime word when a nickel word will do. Yeah. <laughs> Your mother's a wise woman. She's very wise. Um, so I was in a secret relationship for a minute that was very fraught, and then. When I left my position working in the church, it became a public relationship. Public. And then... Um, so it was just regular destined relationship, not clandestine? Yes. Moved into regular destined relationship. Sure, sure. Okay, cool, cool, Like cool. we only dated at Destin, Destin, Florida. Oh, wow, um, what a great town. Just kidding. <laughs> um, just kidding, no shade to those from Destin. Mm. Um, so when the demise of that relationship came our way... Um, Basically, to make a long story short, I've gone on a great many shitty first dates. Mm. Um, my problem is that I'm mostly a Slytherin with Same girl. you know, a, a small burning ember of Gryffindor in the center because mm-hmm. I don't want to be evil. Um, and everyone I find to go on dates with is either really pretty and vapid or mm. um, has a wonderful personality and is not lovely to behold. Nah, beauty, <laughs> beauty is in the they eye just, of the beholder. They just don't turn you on. It's my fault. It's in me. It's a deficit in me, not in the other. Mm-hmm. So I've got on all these goofy ass first dates. Um, <laughs> what I can tell you, they're about always dating, goofy though. That's the thing. It's, it's not like these people are annoying people. It's just that they're just not your thing. Most of the time, that's true. Now, here's what I'll say. Here's some universal truths I can give. By your 30s, you ought to know what you love and what you don't love, what mm-hmm. you will accept and what you will not accept, hey. what turns you on and what doesn't. And by 30, you don't need to um, try to force yourself to try out a thing that you're not that into. Yeah. Just trust yourself. You're not that into it. You, you don't, don't have gotta to do be. it. Just uh, because I'm a kinky motherfucker doesn't mean that you have to be a kinky motherfucker. It doesn't motherfucker. mean that. Um, now, I will say, if you're not eating ass, it's almost 2020. You need to get on board. If you're not eating ass, what are you eating? You're malnourished. <laughs> God. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's that's silly, and and we won't truck with anyone who doesn't know what they're doing in that regard. Yeah. Um, what else can I tell you for certain in your thirties? Um, I mean, I guess I've like readjusted my goal, and I think I'm going to be someone's fantastic second husband, mm. someone who's really been through it with yeah. um, some boy with abs who didn't treat him right, and then he realizes he can get somebody who you knows cute in the face, a little thick in the waist, and can bless them Ooh. in their later years. How they? That's what we're trying to give somebody. I think that um, sounds good. So you know, those are my <laughs> those are my um, my little tidbits. I'm not mad about it. I think that's good, and I think. I also, like, I I think um, my partner before was 10 years older than me, and so I was third, I was 28, he was 38, mm-hmm. um, and now being 30, I'm just, like, I'm looking at someone who's, like, 36 or 37, and I'm just like, oh, it's not as... Not as distant. Far. I will say that I think there's a very interesting, like, um, 
even within the like millennials, mm-hmm. it's like the elder millennial, peak millennials, and then the ones that are bordering on Gen Z. Uh-huh. Because I was dating a guy for a little bit who was like borderline Gen Z millennial. I didn't know what half the shit he was talking about. Mm. It was very, very con- mm-hmm. confusing, and um, they live their lives out on the internets, and they don't know how to process their own emotions because the Twitters hasn't told them how to feel it. My God. Although, like, they do express it through the TikToks, I hear. They, they be TikToking for the gods, I tell you. The TikTok for the gods. Uh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. my students, my former students, because I don't internet with my present students, my former students will send me TikToks. I'm like, that's kind of funny. I see why you like that. Continue having a nice time. Be safe. <laughs> be safe. Don't do anything weird. Yeah. Um, so what did... Well, let me ask this too. Something I've noticed in myself is... Uh, I, th- I don't think I'm becoming less shallow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can corroborate. I think. Wow, that seems like drag myself. Accurate feedback. Go on. Um, I don't think I've become less shallow, but I, I will. Th- I think that like my shallowness. No, what am I trying to say? Are you? T- Maybe you're saying this because this is something I found to be true. My genres are widening. Yes. The sort of boys that I'm into mm-hmm. are wider. Now, I still need them to be real cute, mm-hmm. but I'm into different different genres. Genres? Yeah. I will also say, like, sometimes I find myself being into certain women as well, and I'm like, wow, I didn't expect that. Same. There are it's, things where I'm like, ooh, I wonder what that right. would be like. And that's not a, that's not a question I would have asked in my uh, Right. Just like I, I'm not... I'm not... Oh, actually, I am closed off to certain things. Mm. Um, I always tell people, I just don't want you to shit on me, and I don't want you to piss on me. I just texted somebody that. I said, I don't want to get pooped on, and I don't want to be hurt very much. Not very much. Not very much. Sure. Are you into knives? So I know that that's something you're really into. Um, So that, to me, falls into a category of, like, I don't want my skin pierced. I don't want my skin pierced, but I do want my skin threatened. Okay. (laughs) Like, just hold the knife up to my neck. Yeah, so see... (sighs) I'm very risk averse, mm. um, and I I just don't like. That's fine. Yeah, that's a lot of trust. I get into that. in a human. I know, and I've only done it with one person. And I bet it was great. Yeah, I bet it was so great fun. times. Great times. Yeah, that's not my best time, but I want you to live your best life. Thank you that's for great. for holding space for me in that. Um, it's my great pleasure. You are my great pleasure. Holy Lord. Holy, holy, holy. No, Almighty. Early in the morning, a song shall rise to thee. Holy, holy, holy. I don't know what verse we're doing. I was just harmonizing. Oh, we, but I was going like, holy, holy, holy. Oh, cool, 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 cool. I yeah. wouldn't get your phrasing right. I apologize. That's, I'm still your friend. Thank you. No. Um, can I tell, no, you tell me your story. You said you had a story. Oh, okay. So... You know, that one time I told you about, you're like, what's your worst date? And I was like, well, there's oh. this one time this gentleman um, <laughs> talked to me about a meth-fueled fisting accident he had, and that was an awkward meth scenario. Meth-fueled fisting accident. Yeah, let your, let your mind really wrap around That's that. That's some ASMR bullshit right But there. another shitty date that I endured was I matched with this, with this man. Um, he was lovely to behold. Mm. All of his, like, factoids seemed interesting he was like, well-traveled and whatever. Cute enough for me to be like, yes, I would like to go on a date with you for sure. Absolutely. Um, so we meet 
um, at Victory Sandwich Bar for a beverage. Mm. And so one thing you need to know is at the time, one of my best friends was a five-year-old. Um, and Wait, literally? Yes. I was, so I was like best friends with her parents, but then she was okay. also my dear, sweet little friend. Okay, okay, okay. okay and I gotcha. let her paint my toenails because mm. that's what you do. Yeah, you let a little um, girl or a little anybody yeah. paint your toenails. Yeah, if they're like, you know what, the salon is open, Dee Dee, it's your turn to get painted. You're like, certainly go ahead and paint yeah, these toes. it's cute. Um, so she'd painted my toes, and I was wearing flip-flops because it was a warm weather time. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that makes me a trash white person, who can say? But I wore flip-flops mm-hmm. to this date. Anyway, we're mere moments into this date, and he looks down, and he goes, um, so are your toenails always painted I mean, just asking. And I was like, no, they're not. I mean, but they could be at any moment. Um, like, if that's troubling to you. Yeah, my my dear, sweet five-year-old niecey poo. Yeah. She painted them. Yeah. And I don't own nail polish remover, bro. Super sorry. Also, they've only been on here a couple of days. Like, we're going to rock the look for a moment. Yeah. My toes have paint all over them. You know, it's not just on the nails. I look a mess. And that's... Fine. You know why? Because a baby did it. Because a baby did it. We love the babies. Trick a lot of kids. So that, that was the first hurdle. The second hurdle was his his dating profile had said something like, I've been to Thailand and Kuala Lumpur and like all these places. And I was like, well, like what's, what's like a crazy travel story you have? What's something wild that happened? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I have this scar from jumping in the ocean in Thailand, but I don't remember how I got it. Oof. I was really drunk. I was like, that's mm. uh, that's your story? Wait, so you can't remember one of the most beautiful places in the world? You can't. The best you can regale me with is that you have a mystery scar because you got drunk <laughs> and you've been to all these countries. Like, oh, what a bore. <laughs> what an utter snooze fest. That's what you came up with to dazzle me with? Is this because of the toenails or are you literally always this boring? So then... The next thing, and this this is my bad, but it also for real oh my hurt God. my feelings. Um, okay. One of my pictures at the time was for me at the beach from like a year before, and I was emaciated as all hell. I had been like on a crazy fitness kick, and I was in great shape. Anyway, about like two-thirds of the way through the date, he was like, so uh, you don't look like that one picture Oh, on your profile. God. And I was like, all right, maybe you're a little on the spectrum and you just say whatever comes to you and like, that's, that is a-okay. However, I need to let you know that like, this is what you get right now. Sorry if you feel tricked. Also, you're weird and boring and we're not going to keep having this date. And I was like, thank you so much for your time. You say that to his face right then? Yeah. Wow. I was not, not, not so bluntly, but like, hey dude, just so you know, like, that's kind of a weird thing to say. I mean, I appreciate your honesty. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time. Mm. Like, we can go on ahead and get checks. This ain't this ain't. No I would have just been like, "Hey, um, I'll be right back," and then I would have just left. I can't do that. And see, I'm grown. Like, mm. you're not gonna be unkind and me just be like, oh, uh, like, yeah, fade away. Um, I did take that picture off of my profile, and you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe that was misleading to people because I'm not a gay with abs anymore. No, I get it, though. But, like, it's it's one of those things where there is pressure to perform. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's very interesting. It's like, I, I mean, I enjoy working out. I am working on 
I don't know. I'm not really trying to work towards anything. Mm-hmm. I really just... Just good practice. Yeah. I like sweating and I like getting all this excess energy out of my body. Yeah. It's like, wow, they were right about the endorphins. Who knew? <laughs> and see, for me, and mayhaps you can relate, I think many, many can, as a gay man mm-hmm. in the culture we live in, I mean, I've dabbled in all of the eating disorders because there's oh. so much pressure to look a certain way in order to matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also plays in the Ooh. way that race and like... Mm-hmm ability and all sorts of things are kind of factored into what lets you matter yeah um like what makes you viable and Mm -hmm. attractive and Mm -hmm. seen as beautiful Mm -hmm. um and so really it's been a lovely practice for me to like all right i'm not gonna make thinness my goal Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna make weight loss my Mm -hmm. my goal i'm going to prioritize like my health i'm gonna try to get a little stronger you know what i'm saying i want to you know feel good um and so if that means yeah. that oh boy is not pleased with what he sees when we go on our date mm. we wish him the very best and i hope he finds somebody to black out and get scars with <laughs> <laughs> now that is the way to end a story is that not a blessing that was phenomenal um let's take a quick break and refill our bevies and Hey friends, thanks for listening to the first episode of Thoughts and Prayers. If you're enjoying this podcast, there's a lot more content that you can engage with over on my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash thekevingarcia. Everything from faith stuff to meditations to a Slack channel. No, no, we switched over to Discord. That's what we did. We have a Discord channel now. (laughs) Um, As well as some sweet unedited interviews with people I have on Thoughts and Prayers. It's only going to get better from here on out. And also, if you join me on Patreon before the end of the year, you're going to get my new book, Bad Theology Kills, as my gift to you. So head on over to patreon.com slash thekevingarcia and get in there. All right, back to the show now. Welcome back. Um, I'm going to talk about the date I'm going on on Friday. Let's go. Uh, so, I don't know if y'all have seen on the Instagrams the little ads, like, six dates guaranteed um, oh. with this thing called Talkify. And you go on there and you fill out this whole big thing and it's just like, they tell you, like, oh, we're, like, you're guaranteed these dates. You're only guaranteed the dates if you pay for the actual service mm. to, like, work with a matchmaker. And otherwise, you just remain in their database, like a potential matches. Well, apparently, I'm a potential match for somebody whose name I've not been given. I've just been told to show up at a restaurant, a very nice restaurant. Yeah. uh, At 7.15 on Friday. That's wild. Uh, I'll get the name the day of. Did you get a picture or no? No. I don't think I get I don't think I get a picture. Wowie. And so I'm like, do you just have to go walk in and like play Marco Polo. You just have to holler that bitch's name until he says, "Uh huh." <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna get there with a sign that says uh, Jeremy or John or whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, and then pull it away and says, "To me, you are perfect." <laughs> and then really just see, just see how he reacts. Yeah. Just get a read on that. Seems like that's um, pretty that's... on brand, and will quickly let us know if he can handle you or not. Yeah. Um, he now is it. It, you said it's a nice restaurant. Is it assured that he's paying for this date? I think that the service is paying for it. What? I'm gonna I'm gonna clarify that with Miss Little Miss Matchmaker. Yeah, there's just some like details. I need. I'm like real quick. I out. just need to know like, I got some bills I gotta pay and Barcelona wine bar. Yeah, a lovely place. Yes, lovely place. Lovely wine. Uh, the charcuterie there alone is like 
you know, I have to work a couple hours on the corner. One arm and one leg. Exactly. Um, things I'm not, uh, apparently what he, I don't, what does he do? I, th- I think what she told me was he worked in, oh, fuck, I can't even remember. But I know that he travels to Paris for work. Okay. Um, Great. And travels frequently for work. That's the mm-hmm. thing that he does. Uh, 28. Um, I know that he is also, uh, comes from a Christian background. Mm-hmm. I think he was Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, which I love someone with Catholic guilt. A lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah. You know? See, I'm nuts. I would already be trying to find this person on the internet. I'd be trying to find their LinkedIn and shit with like the meager details you have. Cause I'm and then we narrowed down to like five people. Says, now, how can we hack his account to see if he can <laughs> exactly. pay, talkify X amount of dollars per month? Right. Um, but yeah, that's, a. Uh, I got that text message today, and I was like, all right, okay. And then there was also, what did, I'm going to read this text message. Yeah, I was really hoping. I feel like we need slightly more slightly more to run on here. I mean, I don't have anything else to go with, to be honest, besides what I gave you. But I was given like instructions on like... Uh, the email that I got said... And under no circumstances, don't talk about me. Don't even talk about dating. Don't talk about your exes. Just focus on having a good time. And I'm like, you assume that I've never dated someone before. But, I mean, yeah. And so I'm wondering, I'm just like, does this homie, is he bad at dating? If he's paying for a service, darling, one presumes that he's had some struggles. Oh, no! That's 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 what makes me a little, a little well, ansioso. I mean, I will say, though... Free wine and cheese, baby. Sure, hopefully. Um, I'm I, again, but I'm like it's that one of those things where like I, what if I see him and then I, uh, prejudge him? Yeah. That means Kevin, if you were gonna do that, maybe set yourself up to say I am open to whatever. It's one of those things where it's like there's my higher self mm-hmm. that wants to be open to whatever the universe mm-hmm. has for me, mm-hmm. and then there is also my root chakra. Mm-hmm. That is very in touch mm. with, like, what daddy needs these days. Crown versus root. Now, the thing about it is, I think you, you know, you are one to enter courageously into new moments. And so why don't wow. you go into this saying, could be my blessing, could be... Free wine and cheese. Could be a good story later. Mm-hmm. You Ooh, know? We'll bring it back next week. We sure will. Touch and agree. Touch and agree. When it's someone like me hey. to be happy uh, in Jesus uh, uh, and you touch and agree. <laughs> what? Why do we know so many church songs? Because uh, my mother was the 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 worship leader growing up. Ah, I didn't realize that. Oh yeah. I had no idea actually. That makes all the sense in this world. Everything's lining up now, right? Sure. My mother put me in the Christmas cantata growing up, the children's Christmas cantata, which of course What'd you sing? Um, well, it was these like pop musicals okay. that my, like you got the CD and the tracks and you learned the songs and the, the motions and like it was a whole production and my mother had like costumes and like she really went all out. She was a theater director. Mm. She would not call herself that because she grew up in an era that where women were not allowed to be things besides mothers. Sure. Um, but she was fucking brilliant and she put me and all my brothers in the plays and I'm not, she said like, I didn't put my sons as the leads in the cantatas because they were my sons. I put my leads in the cantatas. I put my sons as the leads in the cantatas because they were the best. Yeah. And I was like, you're not wrong. But also, wow, what a flex. When I tell you if I have singing babies, 
which I'm I'm not going to adopt them if they can't sing. I'm going to give them a test. Oh, my um, <laughs> I need a group. I need a singing group. Yeah. I will be. I understand. Joe Jackson. I will be Dr. Maddie Moss Clark. Y'all don't know who that is because you're probably all white. Um, <laughs> I will be that parent. I will be Evelyn Braxton. I will be making my babies sing together. Oh. Um, yes, and they'll be the lead of everything. Do you remember your first solo in church? Um, first solo in church. Um, I think I sang gr- The Great Adventure with my mom. Saddle up your horses. We got a trail to blaze. Whoa, blue yonder. God's amazing grace. Wow, wow, wow. I'm going to stop there. That's amazing. I, got, I don't want to get One caught. One adventure. Um, I think that's um, Michael W. Smith, The Great Adventure. Sounds a lot like. Um, the video is, like most videos in that era, pretty wild. Um, but like one of the lines in the songs is I opened up my Bible and I read about me. I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. You weren't in the Bible. You idiot. You find yourself in there. Kevin. I know. Read the read, Psalms. God. Read yeah. yourself into the story. Find yourself in the text. Practice Lectio Divina once in your life. Would you? Oh my God. One time. What an obscure joke. I hope, I hope if anybody's going to get it, it's your. No. Opinion. Yeah. If anyone's going to get this, it's the weird subculture that we come from. Um, what a time to be alive. I do, I will say the one thing I'm enjoying about being in, or I think just in dating in general now that I'm allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. Is, like do it, like have sex or like you're allowed to date? Like going on dates. And oh. also I really enjoy ha- I'm like being allowed to have sex. Mm-hmm. I was always allowed. My God. Um, but it was, uh, I don't know. I think that I'm a lot, Kind of like what you said. It's like, I'm a lot less concerned about my body being a particular shape. It's just like, I am doing my best. If it was my job to be an Instagram model, I would be that. Mm -hmm. But that is not my job. And there are folks who love it. Yes. Realizing like there are people who like all manner of body shapes. We don't all have to just like. Yeah. Whatever. And on top of that, like. The little thin hairless little. Naked mole rats. Yeah. abs. Let me tell you something also. Like, if you have a body, you're somebody's type. Yeah. Amen. That is the damn truth. Real true. And also, there are people... Like, I know... You know why I know that I'm hot? is because people who are hotter, quote unquote, than me, want to have sex with me sometimes. Oof. Not all the time. Mm-mm-mm. That's another thing. I think there's... There are some people who are, are having as much sex as you think they're having. Most everybody else... Nah, no, nowhere a lot near. Of folks ain't really getting it in like you would think. Yeah, even me. I know that I talk. I talk a big game, but I talk a little game. I I get I get my little sweetness, my little honey, <laughs> here and there. But I don't, you know. You don't spread that honey on toast. My God, ooh, never on nobody's toast. Oh. Sounds dry and crunchy. I think I'd be into that though. What? I don't. What are we even saying? This metaphor is so mixed at this point. Who knows? I'm into it. Of course you are. Of course I am. You're an explorer. You're on a great adventure. <laughs> Listen, um, my hands dripped with liquid myrrh upon the bolt. Song of Solomon. <laughs> you have a sickness and I love you so much. Listen, that book is so sexy. Sure. Everybody loves like antelopes and, and... Antelopes and fawns. Her, what is it? Her breasts are like two fawns. It's a lot of like milky hillsides and all kinds of stuff. It really gets one going. What, is it, what gets you going? Besides uh, Milky Hillsides. 
<laughs> that, that turn of phrase actually just made my gorge rise. <laughs> that means it made me want to throw up. Not that I got a boner, Kevin, in case my uh, 10 cent word knocked you for another doozy. Um, did you ask, like, what turns me on? Yeah. Fat asses. Mm. Pretty faces. Is there a celebrity or famous person who is, like, a epitome of, like, that's that's it? Wait, I want to keep talking. Um, Ooh, all right. Also, what would really, really turn me on and get me just having a great time is if somebody were wittier and, like, could just keep, keep me on my toes. Yes. I want to be surprised. I want to be mm. flirted with. I want to be tickled in the proverbial sense. Oof. Um I like to be tickled in every sense. I don't, I mean, that's, yeah, I'm not very ticklish. Um, But I just want someone to be a little bit wicked, not mean, you know what I'm saying? A Slytherin with a Gryffindor heart. That's all I really want. Or a Slytherin with a Hufflepuff heart for you. uh Uh-uh, I don't want anything to do with no Hufflepuff. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -mm, Why is is that? Because I'm too mean for them, and they bore Mm. me. They're too... They're they're so kind and good at things, and I want somebody who's a little bit of rough around the edges, a trash mess, and mean, mm, um, but a heart of gold, a heart of at the very least bronze. Um, anyway, celebrities who could get it. Um, I mean, my my like top tier are like for sure always Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh Jesus. Michael Christ. B Jordan oh. um specifically with the little flop over braid scenario Let from, me tell from when he was in the museum and killed that white woman. Yes, for when he was Killmonger. Yes. Is and. this your king? That one. That's the one Ooh. I want. Just Oh Jesus in the name. Um also I just want to say R.I.P. to the man I dated who looked like Michael B. Jordan. He's not dead, but just like I, I'm right. R.I.P. to that relationship. Yeah, fair enough. Oh my gosh, he actually went as Killmonger from that scene for Halloween, and when I tell you, it meant a lot to. Yes, and then he told me I should go as Macklemore, and it really apparently did something for him as well. Damn, that's something else. You know, um, I weep for what I've lost. <laughs> By the uh, was it by the riverside? We laid down our harps and wept. Yeah, but in the hung them up. We hung them up. I think they hung them up. No, yay! By the river of Babylon, we wept. Mm -hmm. May I cut off my left hand or my right hand? Listen, it's been too long since we read the word. Not me. I was in church this morning. Well, I go to seminary though. It's the hell out of me. Yeah, I already got that degree, sis. Done and done. Done and done. Don't worry. One more semester, and then I am. Freedom. Freedom. What else is on our agenda? I don't know. Um, Let us take a quick break to refill, um, and then we're going to come back with some questions, I think. Questions from the audience. Question. See you in a minute. Hello, hello. I'm sure we're having fun. I'm sure we're enjoying this first episode of Thoughts and Prayers. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's been a blast making so far. Uh, if you like this, go ahead and head over to the Apple store. Leave us some five-star ratings. It's like the normal thing that you do. Um, and then also, by the way, in this question and answer section, these questions are going to come directly from you. So you can send an email to heythoughtsandprayers at gmail.com and we might read it on the air. So go ahead and send us your message. They can be anonymous. They can be non-anonymous. Include your pronouns, all that good stuff. So anyways, let's jump into these questions. 
Hey, welcome back to Thoughts and Prayers. We are going to answer now some preguntas de los personas. Questions of the people. I'm here to translate. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I also have a Spanish degree. Yes, he speaks. I almost said he sprechens the language, but that's German. No, sir. He doesn't sprechen anything. Yo hablo. Um, and the question really is like, what qualifies us to give these advices? Well, um, mm-hmm. That's what a person said? No, that's what I said to me. Oh, like that's a question you hold That's a question I have. Like, what qualifies me? I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I think I've got, I just tell the truth. Well, I will say, you know, in life, I'm striving to be a wise person. Mm, Practice wisdom. It's something I look to be as I get older. Hopefully we're getting closer than we once were. Mm -hmm. Um... Are you a wise old crone? You live through shit and you'd be like, damn, that was dumb. Don't do it again. Or like, that was tight. Repeat oh, that. Or, that's literally like the basics of it, of everything. And if somebody feels like listening to you would be helpful because they have mm. perhaps trod the same road or like a couple steps behind moving in the same direction. That's you know, who needs qualifications. How are you listening? Ain't you? <laughs> Ooh, I just thought about koalas when you said that. Wow. Qualification. I, that is that a was pun gr- that you're going to ruin you, my life with one you day. You loved it. I didn't okay, like um, it. All right. So this person um, says, what is the best way to make friends in a new city? I'm new to the city and new to the queer scene. How can I be myself without worrying about what other people might think? Oof. Um, making new friends in a new city. Let's start with that part. Okay. Um, well, I think I've made some pretty good friends from Grindr, personally. That might sound a little strange, but sometimes, like, people are actually out there for real-ass friendship. So don't be afraid to say, hey, do you want to, like, go hang out or, like, meet at this bar or something? Um, find out where the queer stuff is in your town. And just go to it, see who you meet. Um, if the bar scene's not your thing, find a public event. Um, get on Twitter, get on Instagram, see where the queer people are in your town. Honestly, I found so many new friends through Instagram. Mm. You just gotta follow the right people, go where they go. And don't be weird about it. Yeah. Don't be creepy. The thing about it is, you're outgoing, mm. and that's not gonna be everyone's story, so that's that can true. be tricky. God damn. Um, if you are a spiritual person i think linking up with some sort of spiritual gathering or church scenario is a really easy like built-in way to make friends that's definitely not going to be everyone's bag but it is kind of a a nice shortcut to Mm -hmm. um making new relationships and i have found that's like if you can find like a good queer friendly church there's really dope people there usually Mm mm-hmm um, Not gonna say that for everyone, but higher percentage of likeliness. Yeah, well, that wasn't good English. Of likelihood, yeah, would have worked. For likeliness, likeliness. I like likeliness. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess the the trick is like find folks with an affinity and see if you can get in proximity. <laughs> affinity proximity. 
divinity. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you for coming to um, this the sermon this week. Well, yeah, three okay. points. Take it home. Yeah. Overall, um, make sure you're doing the work of loving yourself well and working through your trauma, regardless of whether you have friends or not. Oh my God, not everybody has trauma. I know, but most people do. Uh, you're right. You know? <laughs> I misspoke. I'm sorry. Just because we are evolved creatures. And like, I don't have any problems anymore. Like, I've just overcome them. Ooh. What was that sound? It was a gulp of disbelief. Read shut, the next question. Shut up, I hate you. Um, uh, how do you cope with your crush not liking you the same way that you like them? Oh, these are very emotional. <laughs> I kind of love that, though. That's a sweet question. Yeah, but that's a real thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember weeping. I was in love oh, with... No. This was like 2003, 4, 5, like ages ago. I was in love with one of my dear friends. And I remember just like leaving his house and <gasps> weeping oh, because no. it was not ever going to be a thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I love this person and would do so much to take care of them and like have so much to give them. And there's only so much of that that will be received. Mm-hmm. And it was the most painful... So what you do in that scenario is you tell yourself sometimes we got to be sad in life. It won't be this way always. Right mm-hmm. now it's this way. It fucking sucks. You write your little poems in your little journal, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You find you a friend or two that you can tell about how bad it hurts. If you need to, you limit your time with that person because there's no need to fucking torment yourself. God, that's a thing. Um, you don't have to jump back into friendship with that person. You sure don't. Like that happened to me recently with Mr. Michael B. Jordan. Uh-huh. Um, Mr. Michael P. Jordan and I, um, you know, we separate, like, it was, it was really unfortunate because, like, we, our sex life was a little fraught, okay. you know, certain things didn't work, Okay. Um, i.e. he said we were sexually incompatible, and I don't believe it. I really wanted the details, so I'm glad you said that. Here was the details. Do you want the full deets? I mean, should we do it in the middle of this person's question, or just no? No, it's, yeah. Yeah, go for it's it. Not, it's all about how to get over a crush, right? Yeah. So this is how I got over a crush. But you need to have all the context so you know how hard it was for me to get over this one. Come on. So you can see how strong I am. Come on. I hate myself. Um, uh, uh, no, I don't. No. I really love myself. Um, you just had a full-blown Gollum Smeagol. <laughs> <laughs> you just were for sure two people talking to each other about the one life you share. So just want to note that. We figured it out, you guys. Welcome back. Wow. He loves the precious. <laughs> I can't stand you. I can't stand you. Yeah, oh. Wow. Okay. So, we've been seeing each other for a few weeks. Um, the day before... <clears throat> excuse me. Get emotional. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, but for real, like, the day before, we actually um, had to take his dog to the ER because mm. his dog started having seizures and okay. spazzing out. His dog's fine now. But, like, it was like, oh, bonding moment. We've made it through a hard thing. This is, like, a milestone. Mm-hmm. And the next night, um, I'm staying over at his place and we're just laying there on the couch and we haven't had sex for, like, a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And, like, for me, typically, uh, I'm not someone who needs it all the time, but, like, you know, at least once a week, maybe, if yeah. we're going strong in that direction so i was already feeling kind of self-conscious because he wasn't initiating and so i was like you know what? i got to ask for what i want 
And he's like, do you want to go to bed? I was like, well, I'd actually really love to have sex, um, if that would be interesting to you. And that's how I initiate sex with people. <laughs> I don't. Hello, I am interested in making sex, <laughs> if you too might be interested. I tried to come on to him a thousand different ways, and it just like, you know, try to do like the, ooh, I'm going to like try to blow you in the entrance of your apartment or in your kitchen or something. Mm-hmm. And he just, you know, it, you know, I could feel him pulling away. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is data. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, yeah, let's but do it. But you need confirmation of the data sometimes. Sometimes then, you don't want hints and signals and whatnot. So mm-hmm. you need a person to communicate a 100%. thing. 100%. And that's why I was direct. And so I said, I like to have sex. He's like, that sounds great. Um, specifically, I wanted to bottom. Mm-hmm. And so I go to the bathroom, prepare myself. I'm stoked. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've shaven my asshole the whole nine. Mm-hmm. We're ready to receive. Mm-hmm. And we get in there. We're going at it. It's so much fun. We're having a great time. And then um, he's getting ready to mount, if you will. And he just loses his heart on and he gets really super duper self-conscious and just mm. like doesn't recover from it yeah and as i'm like I've, i'm someone like i've been there and so like it doesn't bother me i'm like hey it's okay like we don't have to finish this you know like it happens performance anxiety is real sure and then he said i was like couldn't he had mentioned this before how he think it might be an issue like with our compatibility and he just said i'm afraid of what i think this means and i was just like oh just fucking say it. Mm. And I was like, and I said, do I need to say it out loud because you're not going to? He's like, I'm like, you don't think we're we're sexually compatible? He's like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. And so we sat there, I went through a whole bunch of hypotheticals and then I got into my feels and I was like, well, I'm going to go home. He's like, you don't want to stay the night? I'm like, it's 1230 in the morning and what I heard is, my body's ugly. And I didn't, I know that's not what he was saying. Mm-hmm. But like For that, sure what I would have done also. Oh, what yeah. What I would have heard, what I would have done. Yeah, and I said that out loud. And I wasn't going to say that because I didn't want to put that on him because like, I know that's a projection of my own insecurity. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't think it's fair for me to, uh, what did he say, to share my feelings without you sharing yours. And I was like, uh, okay, well, the thing my body heard was that you turned me off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ugh, I'm getting out of here. And, and it may not even be what you mean. However, mm. that's enough to mm. make me not want to stay in this moment mm-hmm. any longer. Thank you for so, your time. So, I robed, I got my things, made sure I got all the jackets and little itty-bitty things. He still has one of my necklaces, though. <sighs> Curses. I know. Um, dear questioning friend, anyone who knows me knows that one of my really um, tried-and-true lines is... I wish him or her well. Mm. I wish people well from a distance. Yes. Um, you don't got to stay up in that person's business and mm. you don't got to hate them or think poorly of them yes. to try to get yourself over things. You can wish them the best, but you mm-hmm. don't have to stay there yeah. to witness it. Yeah. Wish them the best from a distance. Yes. And then in the days to follow, he was like, do you want to still go to this thing on Sunday? And I was like, oh yeah, sure. I'm the bigger person. Sunday came around and you know what I said? Hey, I don't think I can actually do this. Um, So maybe we can see each other another time. And then we were going to, like, he started texting me again, and I just wasn't very responsive. And I just said, I'm like, hey, uh, I am low key avoiding you because I'm still in my feelings about this. It's not because I hate you, it's just because, like, I'm sad it didn't work out. Good job naming all that. Yes, and he was really chill about it. um, And it still sucks because I'm just like, 
not only was he fine, but like I felt so seen. Mm-hmm. That was the real thing. And that's something that you and I have talked about is like not just like the physical like wanting to feel attractive, but like the intimacy was there mm-hmm. and I felt like he got me and I didn't have to explain a whole lot of mm-hmm. stuff and he wasn't Christian either he was Baha'i and he has all these very interesting like different religious things going along with yep. it he's very like oh the sexiest thing about him was his spirituality so we are still letting that go I am still sounds like we are still in the uh, midst yeah so moving but yeah you don't have to be friends with them how do you get over a crush you just uh one day at a time one glass of wine at a time or whatever you prefer to drink you get your space you make sure that you're being the healthiest you you know how to be and you don't put yourselves in situations where um you are getting hurt on purpose don't step into the crossfires mm-hmm. i almost invited my birthday party singular. not ugh. i know and don't my... try to be the bigger person so much that you put yourself in shitty situations you don't That's have a to. word. You don't have to. Say it again for the people in the back. Young ma'am, young sir, young human. You don't have to work so hard to be the bigger person mm. that you put yourself into shitty situations. Mm. Don't harm yourself for another's sake. Huh. It's unnecessary. You're just perpetuating the cycle of violence. You really don't need to do it. Break the cycle. It is finished. Stop. Which doesn't mean that like we don't do hard things sometimes for the sake of others. Like That's nice and important. But you got to put on your own little oxygen mask where you put it on the, the baby next to you. That's what they say on the plane. Put a baby on you. What? Nope, nope. nope. That's <laughs> not it. Missed it. Um, Hamarsha. Hamarsha. Hamartia. You missed the mark. We want to hear more questions from you. So if you want to... Send us your questions about dating and sex and spirituality and whatever else. You can send it to askthoughtsandprayers at gmail.com. Remember, thoughts is spelled T-H-O-T-S. Um, we, um, we're all over the internet. And by that, I mean I, I'm you over there. You are. But you're on the internet, too. My presence is very localized. I'm a middle school teacher, so I can't really be out here like all that. Um, my Instagram is private because I don't need the babies looking at all my business. But... If you add me and I verify that you're over a certain age, I will add you back probably. Yeah. Actually, that's that's almost also maybe a lie. If you look interesting to me, I'll add you back. Yeah. So if you get added back with Daniel Clyde Bass, you are a blessed man or woman or human. You're a big deal. You're a big deal. God. Like a pickle. I know what you meant. <laughs> I hate it. Listen, deal with it. <laughs> ah, get me out of here um, I'm all over the internet at the Kevin Garcia and um, other things um, this month only this is what I have to do we gotta plug the things go if ahead. you like this podcast and you want to hear more shit like it you can go over to my Patreon which is patreon.com slash the Kevin Garcia where you will hear the unedited interviews um, from A Tiny Revolution unedited interviews from Thoughts and Prayers uh, get the opportunity to choose the questions here on Thoughts and Prayers, etc., etc. So many great things. Not to mention the Sunday Circles. Not to mention uh, exclusive merchandise only for yo ass. Wow, wow, wow. Like well, butt plugs. I mean, you know, we're going to work What for- if? Adam and Eve, if you're listening, listen, Adam and Eve sponsor all sorts of shit. We can do this. I don't even know what that is. Hey, and you can find me on the interwebs at Daniel Clyatt. That's C-L-I-E-T-T. Yes, it's my maiden, my mother's maiden name is my maiden name too. <laughs> before I got married. Um, to yourself. 
do myself before I became somebody else's wonderful second husband. Yeah, it was a wonderful time. We love it. Um, please, before you go, please be sure to rate us in iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Share this with somebody. Subscribe wherever you are. This is the first episode, and I'm trying to really make this into something delightful, big. I want to, like, collab. We want to get out there with the people. So share it with a friend. Share it on Twitter. Um, and last but not least, my book, Bad Theology Kills, is coming out at the end of the month, and you can pick up a copy very soon, slash pre-ordered on my website. Is that it? Y'all stay blessed and highly favored. Blessed and highly favored, y'all. This has been Thoughts and Prayers, and until next time... Touch uh, and agree. Wait, no. Hold on. <laughs> let's reverse that. Okay. Um, and we need, a, we need a sign-off. What's our sign-off sign? You don't want it to be Touch and Agree? Thoughts and prayers. Until next time, thoughts and prayers. We'll keep you in our thoughts and prayers. Until next time, we'll keep you in our thoughts and prayers. Okay. Okay, there we go. So, yeah, until next time, everyone, we'll keep you in our thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Cheers. She is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.